How are we guys and welcome to another episode of the Smashing Crossbar Podcast. I'm your host Josh, joined once again as always by Benno. How are you mate? I'm good, we've got coffee right here, hashtag not sponsored. Oh, my cafe. Um, yeah, still, still on the essential worker grind mate. Absolutely mate, beautiful. Screw knows for how long. <laughs> Time will tell. Dun-dun. Um, We've we've heard whispers that maybe by Thursday we may not be classified as essential workers anymore and may have a week off. Ooh, look out, look out. Um, Welcome to everyone, obviously, for this week's episode. I know I said last week that we may have a special guest on. Unfortunately, it hasn't ventilated. Um, Yeah, no idea. Not even going to friggin' sit here and say it, friggin' whatever. We tried to organise it. Still hasn't happened. Hopefully, um, in the next couple of weeks, we might be able to get him on and go from there. Um, but yeah, let us know who's in the chat. Say good day. Welcome everybody. I'm sure a few of you are lurking. I'll wait until I see the great man before I say something. Um, other than that, we're going to friggin' obviously go through obviously the week that was obviously Premier League action, friggin' a bit of A League talk, European football in general, what's been going on and so forth. Um, big shout out to the referees this week. Fucking thought I'd, I was digging through my closet the other day and friggin' found this old little retro number. Thought I'd friggin' whack it on. Mainly to see if it still fits. It's oh, a bit should, snug. Should find my, I should go hunting for my old VSF shirt. Oh, mate, friggin'. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I friggin'. I, honestly, honestly, some of the shit. I'll have to friggin' send you some. I was going through yeah. this thing. I was like, holy shit. Some of the classics that I've come across. Oh, um, no, no, Facebook. You, you dog shit. Open, open in Messenger, please. Absolutely. How, how do we fucking do that again now? <laughs> Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll obviously talk, as we've said, about the Premier League and so forth. We'll talk the European side of things as well, and obviously a little bit of, about the Jets and obviously the A League as well. Um, well. May as well start from the beginning, I suppose. May as well start from yeah. We'll, we'll start in the English Premier League side of things. Plenty of shit happened. Plenty of good games. Um, plenty of interesting fixtures, I suppose. Plenty of, like interesting results. Um, yeah, one the one week I went, right, we're not picking fucking draws this week. <laughs> and sure as shit, it was a fuck ton of draws. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still, what, second last? As I mentioned in the week before and in the first week, yeah. I'm going to be fucking horrid. I'm probably going to finish bottom and I don't care. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> It is what it is. You can't we can't be good at everything. Um, <laughs> That's right. Good at everything else. Uh, but yeah, yeah, aside from is. that, and my PC having to spaz out and having to reinstall Windows. Yeah, it's been a, it's, it's been an eventful week. <laughs> it's been an eventful week. Happy days. Um, so yeah, obviously, I hope everyone's done well in the tipping side of things. Obviously, there was a few I glared at before coming on here. There's a few uh, sixes and a few sevens and. Stuff like that, so not too bad with the game to go. Um, friggin', I found I, I'm, I'm two weeks into friggin' the fantasy side of friggin' the tipping scenario and realize now that why I never friggin' done it because it is rat shit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have time for pretty, that sort of shit anymore. Oh, literally, you pick I mean, I nearly forgot my tips this week. I'm lucky there wasn't a fucking Friday night game because I didn't put them in until like midnight. Yeah, well, I sort of put that thing on the Facebook page. Yeah, I've seen that. I mean, we're still waiting on the Leicester, on the Leicester result, but yeah, was yeah, it Leicester it and 
uh, the, the, the West End. West End. Yeah, West West Bam. Um, Loki boy, here he is. Freaking speaking of boy. Speaking of special people, here he is. Gone from a freaking great result last week for the Manx. Uh, it's not getting it freaking over the line for him on his birthday today. Happy birthday, champ. Happy birthday, big, Lukey. Big, big shout out to Lukey, obviously. Ben, can you, can you just, 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 just cast your mind back? Now, we've, we've got to go a long, long way back to when we were 20 years of age. Like, Lukey's turned 20, and it's, I sort of seen it today and just went, fuck. What a what a year that was. <laughs> the twenties. Well, let's go back. For the both of us, it was twelve years ago. Mm. Twelve years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly not- where I was. I was at work Monday through Friday. Thursday night through Sunday mornings were a complete blur. How I got through Saturdays at work and Fridays at work, I'll have no idea because between the hours of late on a Thursday night and early Sunday morning, I was fucking shit-faced. <laughs> yes, those were the good old days. This is definitely... Back in the days where I could fucking stomach it. Be- exactly, Luke. Was yes, and I had hair. Lots of it. Lots of it. Absolutely. I had lots of it. Those were the days. Um... There's one Jesus Christ, prime. Is it, this is not where I was expecting myself to be in 12 years' time. Put it that way. Neither. <laughs> Neither. Absolutely. But, um, but, yeah, anyway, mate, freaking big happy birthday, mate. I hope it was as good as could be, obviously, in lockdown. Um, yeah. Not much else you could do, I suppose, but, you know, take what, take what it is. Happy, happy COVID birthday. That's exactly right. Everyone's got to have one. Um, it's all right. Charlotte's going to have her second one next week. Oh, well, later this week, sorry. Jesus Christ. Oh, Bloody shit. Is that, hang on, is that on a Sunday? No, it, yes, it is. So it looks like I won't be no, streaming no. on GPU on Sunday then. Ah. What's up? Um, what was I going to say? So, yeah, so yeah big, uh, big happy birthday, mate. Freaking unlucky on the result against for United, mate. Couldn't even beat Southampton. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so we're going to quickly bolt through the frigging results, obviously, that was Liverpool-Burnley, 2-0 to the Reds. Happy days. Nice and simple. Not looking for 5-0 wins and shit like that. Um, City were. Biggest, big, biggest thing for us. City were. Birmingham were. The biggest thing for us was a clean sheet. That, that's all yeah. it is for us. If we can score one goal, win the game, and fucking knock and see, it'll do us. Um, Villa had a good result over Newcastle, 2-0 as well. Crystal Palace and Brentford had a draw. Leeds and Everton had a draw. Now, that was interesting. That was an interesting game. That went back and forth. That was a good game. Um, did anyone see the penalty shootout, the penalty shot from uh, and the freaking um, Leeds fan sitting in the freaking background behind the goals with his big beer belly trying to put off... Put off Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> put off Calvert-Lewin, mate. And that is... Mate, if that doesn't scream, how good is it to have fans back? I don't know what is. That's freaking absolutely fantastic. And you know what he should have done? Scored that penalty, ran straight to that bloke and just got in his face. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so freaking that was, that was a classic one there. City, obviously, over Norwich. Well, yeah, poor, poor old Norwich. Um, couldn't, poor didn't old make Norwich. Their goal difference is not looking good. 
didn't make it fantastic start for them. But anyway, uh, City, obviously, Brighton 2-0 over Watford, which I thought was a good result for them. Uh, Southampton, Man United, obviously, one all draw. Fantastic <coughs> result for Southampton. Scored first as well, which was fantastic. Um, yeah. uh, unlucky about who scored it, though. <laughs> Sh- poor old Shay. Who? Shay Adams. Who? Yeah, that, that bloke. Who? That thought he thought- Thought he'd scored a friggin' absolute screamer. Who? 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 What about him? Leave him alone. He, he, he was smart and got out. Enough. Uh, um, we got a pretty penny. Yeah. And look at that, eh? He's Still paying for split. our current stadium redevelopments. <laughs> so is Jude. Um... I was going to say, yeah. So, yeah, still, still friggin', obviously, uh, still without a goal this season. Got robbed, as he would say. Um, what else we got from there? Wolves put up a really good fight against Spurs. Yeah. Fantastic result there. Friggin' Harry Kane made his appearance off the bench. First, time in, nearly, first time in nearly three years he's um, sat on the bench and friggin' had to come on as a late sub. Um, friggin' come on for the wrong bloke, though. I was friggin' quite annoyed when yeah. friggin'. Son went off. I was like, are you shitting me? He's like, he's my yeah. captain for the fantasy team. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you kid. And because of it, got rolled on points. But anyway. Um, yeah. Obviously, and then the final one to round it out before, obviously, as we said, West Ham and Leicester tomorrow morning. Arsenal and Chelsea. Arsenal and Chelsea. Chelsea 2-0. It took Lukaku 15 minutes to come on and prove why he's... Pretty well, one of the best strikers in the world right now. So dominant, so big, just an absolute boss. Um, and that's pretty much where we're going to friggin' start our conversations with obviously the chat and everything else. Friggin' Arsenal. I put up the friggin' up on the friggin' tag of the friggin' podcast. I was thinking about this who's, today. Who's getting sacked in the morning? Not saying that it's going to happen first thing tomorrow morning, but who's going to get sacked first? Now, there was obviously plenty of talks before the season started, which, you know, there is nearly every season or whatever it is, that who's going to be the first coach to go. Um, Arteta was on the chopping block then. That he, they didn't, a lot of people didn't think that he was going to be the right man and for Arsenal and stuff like that. You can clearly tell that he hasn't got the backing of the change room. Um, obviously with a few blokes in there. They've spent the most money in, in the Premier League to date this season for transfers, which is worrying, <laughs> considering that. They didn't score last week, did they? No, they, didn't no, they got flogged 2-0 by Brentford. That's right. Um, so without a goal, friggin' missing, missing a few blokes up top, and so forth. Again, Odegaard comes in. Couldn't believe, can't believe he's still fucking him. I feel like you've been talking about him for freaking decade. 30, 30 cats for freaking Norway at 22. Yeah. Pretty, that's pretty impressive considering for the last two years of COVID hit and probably played. Well, yeah, he's and he's only on loan from Rail. No, they bought him now. Oh, bought they bought, now. yeah, they bought him now, but. Majority yeah. of those would have come, his appearances for Arsenal would have come on loan from Rail. Yeah, correct, correct. Um, so, yeah, so friggin', it's not looking good for Arteta. That's, that's, that's for damn sure. And I don't think it gets any easier next week as well because they've got City 
So that's going to be three from three losses. Gino's not going to um, be happy. Yeah, it's not till round four that he picks up an easy, um, easy game easy. in Norwich. Yeah, so he'll play Norwich in round four. You know what? He'll uh, spank my Norwich. But, hang, but, but again, again, though, that's not to say that it's an easy win because he plays City next week and then they go into international. Then they come back and play Norwich. So a lot of these guys are going to go play internationals. They're going to come back. If they even pick up injuries, the big like the bigger names and stuff like that, it'll be mm. very. Um. So yeah. So. So he's he's definitely on the chopping block. Um. I think Norwich need to go in and look for a new coach. Oh, the moment. Who, who's who's the manager at Norwich at the moment? Um. Freaking. No, I don't want their website. Uh, is it Farky? Oh, Daniel Farky. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. I'm pretty sure he's still with it. He's been there for a bit, I believe. Yeah, I think it is. He, I'm pretty sure he went down. So. Yeah, it's Daniel Fark. Yeah. Um, he'd have to be close to being, you know, like, again, it's, it hasn't been easy. Don't get me wrong. I think you know, he's. I, I. I'd go so far as to say he's going to be safer than Arteta is at the moment. He probably will be. He probably will be. But obviously, you know, he's played Liverpool. They've played City. It doesn't get any easier next week when they've got Leicester. Yeah. Um. And then they've got Arsenal. Um. And then they've got Watford. So it's not till round five before they possibly could pick up a point. That's that's a scary thought. Yeah, you know you want to be picking up points at least something. Um, I'm third in tips on your Lukey. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be interesting. I think he's going to be freaking. He's going to he's going to find life hard. Um, freaking. And you know what? One. Norwich Norwich won't sack Farky. Because he signed a new contract on the 21st of July, 2021. It's a four-year deal, and they don't have the money to pay him out a four-year deal. Oh, no, we're here, right? I didn't know. <laughs> Arteta's on the block, though. Arteta's oh, only yeah. got, I think, one year left on his deal. He's already ran two years into his deal. If he is not making headway this season, they will axe him. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. They will um, axe him. How long do they give Steve Bruce? At the turn. Oof. Hang on, let's have a look at his contract. How long do they give Steve Bruce? Like it's- fucking Brucey. See, I don't. Have- I don't think a lot of Newcastle's problem at the moment is Bruce. It's fucking no. Mike Ashley. It's it's the club. It's yeah, the, it's, my, it's the Mike only. Ashley. The will he? The will they? Won't they? Selling debacle. Yeah, but again, if the, if the owner's got the money and they've got the say so, who's going to? You know. Who's next on the But that's board. the thing. Mike Ashley don't want to put money into the club because he wants to try and sell it. Hmm. And what he and apparently what he's asking for is like batshit crazy. Yeah, right. Friggin' um so yeah, so friggin' West Ham Leicester tomorrow. I don't even know who I tipped. Um until they run out of kebabs, Bruce will say. <laughs> Bloody it doesn't <laughs> say um it doesn't say. Doesn't say. 
I don't think he's signed a new new deal. He's been there for at least two seasons, so. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about his contract on his wiki. I tell you what, I tell you what though, I would love to see Bielsa at another club. No offense. Masala Bielsa. Look, to be brutally honest as well, I've been, I've been looking into the managerial stats because I've got a couple of I've got three different managers up at the moment. I've got Arteta, I've got Farky, and I've got Bruce, right? Hmm. Arteta. Yeah. At Arsenal. Mm-hmm. As a 51.14% win ratio. Right? Five years Dan- ago. Five years ago, that'd be fantastic. Daniel Farkey. Yeah. His first club where he managed 140 games, he's got 48.6. Borussia Dortmund 2, where he was from 2015 to 2017. 61 games, got a win percentage of 50.8. Currently at mm. Norwich after 197 games, so his longest stint, his win percentage is 43.1. Right? Yep. Brucey's win percentage. And they just and they just sign him for four more years. Yeah. So wow. Brucey's win percentage. Hmm. Now we all know he's a bit of a journeyman. <laughs> but his win percentage. At Newcastle, yeah. is the second lowest in his entire career. At thirty-one point one, thirty-one point one. His best was at the Villa, yeah, which was forty-five point one. So he d- he can't even crack the fifty. I'm not gonna. Way into his win percentage at Birmingham, purely yep. for the fact of a lot of the other clubs. Every every club except Birmingham, uh, Hull, and Aston Villa is less than a hundred games in charge. Yeah, right. So Villa, it was a hundred and two. Your next lowest after that is Hull City at two hundred and one. Yep. And then Birmingham, where he managed a total of 270 games. Winning 100, drawing 70, and losing 100. Like, you can't compare that, that 270 Mm. at Birmingham, to his win percentage at, say, Crystal Palace, which is 61.1, his highest, when he was only in charge of Palace for fucking 18 games. Hmm. Yeah, true. Like, of mm. course, the longer you're at the club, the more games that you manage, the more of a chance there is that you're going to lose and or draw. Therefore, it's going to skew that percentage result. You basically need to turn around and go, out of X, his first, say, I don't know, 50 games at the at set club. And then you go back through and then you work out the percentages based on that. But yeah, he's done 90 yep. games in charge of the tune, winning 28, drawing 24, and losing 38. So in essence, he's lost an entire Premier League season's worth of games. Yeah, right. Since 2019. And it's going to be inter- it's an interesting talking point, obviously. It's a, big, it's, it's a big big thing I look for, obviously, coming into the season and stuff like that, is obviously, you know, who's going who's gonna to get the arse first. 
Um, it's something that doesn't disappoint the Premier League. It happens. No, it doesn't. Always. But Always. to be to be brutally honest, if Mike Ashley sells Newcastle, yeah, before Arteta gets the ass, mm. Bruce will be first. Mm. Bruce will be first because he doesn't um, play attractive attacking football. He's a defensive-minded manager. Always has been. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing with the older, older manager now. The times are changing. Yep. And it is literally, you know, back then it was yeah, absolutely, you know. Um, it's all good you can score goals, but you know, if you can't friggin' save the goals, what's the point? Yeah. Um, well, I, I'd, go, I'd go the other way with it. It's all well and good to defend the goal, but if you can't score them, you're in shit. Whereas yeah, everyone, everyone wants beautiful, entertaining football now. Bruce doesn't bring that. Yeah. No, but that's you. That's you at thirty-two saying, you know. Yeah. You, you at friggin' sixty odd, the like he is now, would be in that sort of mindset. I just that's what it is. That's what it was. It was not always oh, about. I, 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 I'm the sort of person that, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how you win as long as you win. Whether that be playing boring <laughs> possession-based defensive football, if it works, or yeah. even even counter-attacking football bores me to tears. Mm-hmm. But again, it's effective. Correct. So if that works, then why not use it? You're winning. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're not. At the end of the day, you're not going to keep your job playing good, beautiful football if you're going to lose. Correct. You might play boring football, counter-attacking football, but you score goals and you win games. You're still going to have your job. I don't think Steve Bruce fulfills any of that criteria. He's playing boring football in the Prem. Mm -hmm. Let's let's be fair. One of the most highest profile leagues. Uh, And everyone has put their own spin in the Premier League on beautiful, attacking, entertaining football. Marcelo Bielsa, prime example. But Marcelo Bielsa does it. With whilst also keeping um, discipline in his tactics, mm. yeah, um, yeah. As I said, it's an interesting topic every year. The whole coaching scenario: who's going to who's going to be the first to go, and who then then who's going to replace him, and stuff like that. And so it'll be it'll be interesting to watch over the next, I'd say, at least a couple of weeks. Um, I don't think Arsenal will give him too much longer if he keeps producing these results. Um, and the biggest thing is, it's just he, he, they've never been in the game. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't expect any more from Brentford to beat them 2 0. You know, it should, a 1 0 result against Arsenal, a club like that, newly promoted and stuff like that, is impressive in itself. Yeah. You know, it, it, you, you would expect Arsenal at 70% to freaking at least score one. Yeah. Um, the fact that they kept them out was impressive. And then obviously to go in to the second one against Chelsea, which to me, as I said, as I predicted, um, will probably be the champions this year. Um, mm. Yeah, you know they they let them off. You know, yeah, Arteta and Arteta and the boys should count their lucky stars that it was only two nil. Yeah, because they should have belted them. Um, so you know it's going to be interesting. I think I think Chelsea is now starting to possibly. When's the, when's the second international break? No, not too sure. But I, um, Abraham played for friggin' Roma the other night, and he looked fucking good. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know whether that's because he's gone to a completely different league and stuff like that, and now he's somewhat the 
pinpoint man. You know, he's he's now the one to expect to score goals, or it's just his raw talent. Um, uh, September fourth, that's which is first, next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Is the yeah. first one. Yep. The next one after that is October the ninth. So we've already played two games. Then we get the break. Three, four, five, six, and then the second one. I'll put odds on mm-hmm. that if results keep continuing for Arsenal, Arteta will be gone by the second international break. Yeah, 100%. the ninth of October, he will be gone. Yeah, and how many, what, what simple round's is that? that? What rounds that? It'll be nine or ten. So round ten. So he's had two games in, zero for two. He's got another one to get through before the. He's got eight games. Yeah, realistically, he's got eight games to pull to pull it in. He he needs at least, I reckon, at least six games of them need to be frigging points. Yeah, agree. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you can't expect miracles against frigging City next week. So you know, a draw is a must. You know, a draw would be acceptable. Um, they need to score. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. You know, you would hope, you would hope for any club that it, once the floodgates open and they start scoring goals, things turn around, the body, the momentum, the mindset, everything shifts, and they move forward. Like, but until that happens, um, not much is going to change. And the biggest problem is, I can't see it happening. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be a fluke. It's going to be a the. You know, a Shea Adams goal, you know, where freaking they just hit the Arsenal ball that way. Arsenal have done nothing under Arteta but, A, coast along, mm. and, B, massively underperform. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Massively underperform. But the players that he's got... Yeah. Oh. Again, as I state, he has spent the most money this season in the Premier League. Yeah. So there's no excuses. Um, that's poor management, poor yeah. frigging decision making. Rebuild, rebuild, Tom. They've been doing it for a decade, Luke. Like they've been yeah. trying to rebuild for a decade. Every time they that, get a new manager, it's rebuild time. You know, Emery fail, and that should Actually. never fail. Um, you know, even even. But Venger, it also like, it also means that you need to look higher up the chain too, at Cronky. Yeah, yeah, and that's the biggest thing, you know. The last couple of seasons of um of even friggin um that uh, um oh fuck uh, even even fuck. Unai Emery's fuck. win win percentage at Arsenal fifty five point one yeah that's exactly that right. is his first hey, that is his second highest win percentage. In his entire managerial career. Yeah, well, even under um, Wenger, you know what I mean? Like, the last couple of seasons of Wenger, it, it was starting to go downhill. The wheels, were, still, the wheels were falling off. I still, still stand by and say that it had nothing to do with Wenger. I, 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 believe, I reckon it, it was definitely, if not from the top, well and truly above him. I could just, it just, you know, his, his system hasn't changed. It hadn't changed in fucking 30 years of coaching. Uvenga. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, correct. And, and, and they, were, they were never terrible. You know what I mean? Like, 
they had a great season, obviously with the Invincibles and stuff like that. Yeah. But everything was everything was fluid. Everything was right. You know, the, the signings were perfect. Friggin', um, the style of play was perfect. Friggin', you know, it just, you know, done that. They just got beat by friggin' better structured teams. You know what I mean? That's all it was. Mm. Um, you know, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Friggin', I think Arsenal. I think I seen this bloke on TikTok today. Friggin', in my lunch break. And I sent it to Terence. <laughs> and it, honestly, it summed up, mate. This bloke was on point. It was so fucking, so perfect. He just lost his shit and he was going ape shit. And he's like, friggin', you know, Arteta out, Arteta out, this is bullshit. Friggin', we've spent all this money and shit like that and we can't win a game. Later. It was just so on point. And I reckon that is definitely every Arsenal fan. You know, they want answers and they want them quickly. Uh, I remember wearing that referee shirt. So, yeah, yeah Maddie's on the yeah, well. hey, Retro round, buddy. Um, well, before we get off the Premier League, friggin', you know, a little bit of friggin' transfer news out of friggin' my neck of the woods. Um, Shakiri is has travelled to France. He's, He's gone. off to Lyon. Off to Lyon, friggin' great deal for us. Absolutely. No, He's off to Blackpool for a free. <laughs> Signed him on a free. Yeah. Um, Absolute, absolute weapon for us, friggin', and he'll do, he'll do. Mm. Still only 29, so he's got a good couple of years left in him, and he's gone to the Farmers League, so friggin', he's probably extended his career by five years. Um, let's be honest. Uh, good, 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 good money for us as well and shit like that, so yeah, friggin', that's, uh, um, yeah, good, 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 good work all, all round, I would say. Um, May as well friggin' talk about European football and stuff like that. Um, get the get the applause out. Get the applause, everyone. Get the clap clap thingos in the chat. Joey Champness. He's gone. Like He's gone. Round of applause. Round of applause. See you, Joey. See you, mate. Don't let the door at your ass on the way out. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen some friggin' shit on Facebook or whatever it was through the week with apparently his cousin. Um, oh yeah, coming out and friggin' saying shit, or you don't know both sides of the story and shit like that. You've had more than enough time to fucking say your piece and say your side of the story. You haven't wanted to do that. Fuck off. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Um, the fact that he's been picked up by a friggin' a, a, an okay club in um, Europe alone, let alone Turkey, is fucking amazing. Mm. Um, considering that you've done fuck all at the Olympics and. He's been out of football for so long. It, it just amazes me. You know, I, I never seen him getting picked up in Europe at all. Not a chance. Um, but yeah, so yeah, but good luck to him. Obviously, done deal, sorted. Not our problem anymore. Move the fuck on. Um, what else we got? Friggin', obviously, we talk about well, talk about us money in the pocket. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. We won't go too much into that. We will talk about A League um, on a separate note. Back to Europe, um, the coaches, the boys just keep on delivering. Friggin' Ange and Musket, five and six nil respectively, dominating their friggin' competitions. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Musket doing really well over there, but I watched, I watched um, Ange obviously on Saturday night. Thank you to um, Celtic TV. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute fantastic. Friggin' Chris, Chris and I sitting there at friggin' 12 o'clock or whatever it was, just watching it. And then, you know, we're like, 
like Liverpool TV, because so Liverpool TV shows you the whole pre-match, everything else, but when kickoff comes, it shuts off because mm. they haven't got the right through. So <laughs> we were expecting the exact same thing to happen on Celtic TV, and then the whistle blew, and we're like, happy days. So we watched the whole game. Um, mag- magic. Magic, magic, magic. They, they, Celtic looked so good. Like, and just unbelievable. It's the Rogic revival. My God. The biggest thing was he only played 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, because obviously, and then come out in these press, because we said in the press conference, you know, we've got European football midweek. Yeah. Um, you know, we're just, just letting him ease into it. And he's had a bit of time off and shit with injuries and shit. So no point of rushing him in. But again, 15 minutes, should have scored one, set up three. Friggin' missed two sitters and friggin' hacked friggin' old mate from behind and friggin' got away without even a card and a free kick. It was friggin' fantastic. Yeah. Um, don't, don't, think he, don't think he touched the ball once <laughs> in regards to that friggin' tackle. So good on him. Um, so, yeah, the coach is obviously doing the right things, obviously, Ange and so forth. So um, it, it's good to see. I, it's really good to see the boys doing well and Ange, honestly, Doing better than I thought he would. Yeah, really good. And, and Rocky, he hasn't Rocky had start, Rocky start. Celtic fans started writing him off very early. Now they're in love with him. They're, they're, they're yeah. dubbing it Ange Ball. <laughs> um. So yeah. So freaking good luck to those boys. Obviously, you know. I think. Well, what is it? Freaking Ange's no easy task for him. He's got the freaking derby next weekend. Yeah. So this will make or break. Um, in, in saying that, though, friggin', I, I think it couldn't come at a better time, and I'm sure Andrew probably be sitting there going that, like that as well. He would hate to send all his players out on international duty and then come back and play that game. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure Stephen feel the same way. Um, the fact that they can still play this game and they're both pretty well in good form is going to be an absolute cracker and definitely a game I think it's going to be an absolute belter. I rate that um, Oh. Uh, Hibernian's away, kid. Oh, yeah. The one that Martin Boyle's very nicely wearing. I, I rate that. <laughs> I rate that. I want one. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, freaking obviously, Boyle's doing well over there as well. Another goal for him. I think he's about four goals in six Yeah. at the moment, something like that. <clears throat> so freaking doing well. Um, can't see it being too much longer before he's probably looked at by England or something like that. No. Nah. Um. I, th- I, th- I think so. I, th- I think he's. I think he'd be perfect at like one of the lower league sides. I think he'd do really, really well. Um, he, he won't leave he, at the moment while he, while he's on top. That's it. Um, <laughs> Celtic and Rangers are coming. Oh yeah, they'll come. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but yeah, again, the boys are doing well over there in Scotland. Uh, what do we got? Friggin' uh, Souter. Obviously doing well over there as well. They had a win over Nottingham Forest on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Dougal played a full game for the Seasiders. Oh, Nepal. Uh, League One, Massimo Luongo enjoyed his first Sheffield Wednesday start of the season during the 2-0 win over Rotherham, I believe. Uh, what else we got? So they should be top of the league. With the squad <laughs> that they've still retained in oh, League yeah. One. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Germany, obviously, Heuristic um, got, got handed his first start. Yep. The Bundesliga season, played about 80 minutes, I believe, for Frankfurt in a nil-nil stalemate. Um, what else we got? 
Jan Roo made his second appearance uh, for Toulouse in a 4-2 win over Dijon. Yeah, it's a good. That was a. That's a great move, and the fact that he's actually oh playing, yeah, big club too. Like that's that's massive. So the fact that he's um yeah he's definitely playing a lot of minutes there and shit like that. That's 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 magic. Um, you know, like he, I think he only played about 25, 30 minutes off the bench this week. But again, yeah. for a kid like that, he's only been there three weeks or four weeks or something. Yeah, freaking impressive. Uh, Sean O'Connor, what's going on, mate? How Yay! are you, buddy? Going on, Sean. Um, well, where was I? Forget. Mobile, obviously, introduced. Came in off the bench. Um, yeah, come off the bench. Yeah, uh, 3 0 uh, win over Silkborg. Uh, Lawrence Thomas started in, uh, in, in goals, obviously, 2 0 victory. Uh, sorry, 2 0 defeat to Copenhagen. 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 Is it FC Copenhagen? I thought it was. Yeah, it's FC Copenhagen. I thought it was built. Um, no, that's, it's, the uh, way, that's the way that it's done. Yeah, okay. Did you guys see Pi incident? Yeah, mate. Yeah, yes, we did. Once we got through this this shit here, I was going to get into that, mate. Um, what I was going to say, Arzani played 73 minutes, his competitive debut for Lamel. Uh, 1 0 victors. So. That's probably the most minutes he's played in a frigging league game in fucking nearly three years, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> bloody, bloody ridiculous. Uh, Vuka was an unused sub at NEC Braga. Uh, secured a 2-0 win over uh, Pex Wally. Uh, that was an interesting move. I can't believe he went back there. Yeah. I can't believe... I, honestly, like, he was talking about how much he wanted to come home and all this sort of shit. I and everything he was else. home. Well, that was it. Like, he was. He came home. He was, he was, training, training. He was training with Sydney. Training with Sydney, everything like that, and then friggin' just pissed off and packed his shit and got a new deal and went off. I was like, wow. To be fair, I I think Sydney may have tried, but I get a funny feeling that they did everything they could and couldn't get him in under the cap. That to me is the only reason. Oh, that is a banger. (laughs) Is that the one Luke said? No, not Luke, Matty. Oh, wow, that is a banger. Look at the head of oh, hair on him. Oh, look at the head on that. Well, that's a freaking classic. Um, I was going to say, so yeah, Vuka, freaking unused, and he's probably going to find it hard to get in. Yeah. Uh, J-League action, Taggart played 64 minutes. <coughs> um, they returned to winning ways 3-1. triumph over Yokohama. The other Yokohama. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, Juki. Continues to be the lucky charm for this new club, uh, Fagiano, uh, who made it three wins from three since signing the soccer striker with a 1 0 win over Omiya Adija. There you go. So he played about 70 minutes or so. And that's pretty much that, friggin' for the Aussies over in the European side of a football. And um, just Aussies yeah. abroad in general. Yeah, just pretty much Aussies abroad in general. Do, doing really well, the boys, you know, they're getting. Getting plenty of minutes. It's good to see, obviously, a lot of the Aussies getting time and stuff like that, and obviously playing a good, some decent clubs as well. You know what I mean? I think I've seen somebody post. I think it might have been Daniel. No, was it Daniel Garb? I think it was Daniel Garb. He posted something on Facebook or whatever, freaking some A-League news thingy or article shit, and it said something about, you know, the, you know we're not seeing it. There's not enough freaking Aussies in the Premier League anymore. 
You yeah, I, mean? I did see that. That was on Twitter. I yeah, I don't think we've got any, to be honest, at the moment. But um, No, we don't. But we don't have any. At the same time, though, and I, I did comment on that in, and said to him, I said, but it's at the same time, the Premier League's not what it was, you know what I mean? Like, it's still definitely the best um, leagues in the world, no doubt. But Europe, the, the other European competitions aren't what they were 10 years ago, you know, and 10 years ago... They were no match for the Premier League. It was the Again, place to Australian be. players were built for the Premier League 10, 15 years ago. That physicality, uh, Premier League players couldn't deal with. They struggled with that Aussie physicality that we used to play. They're used to it now. Because a lot yeah. of the clubs and teams that play in there now are like that. That's yeah. why we've moving on to, prime example, the Bundesliga. Yeah. Because our game, our, phys- our more physical game, suits mm. the style better over there than what it does now in the EPL. Yeah. The competitions are freaking just aren't, you know, they're a lot better as well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. the Bundesliga is a lot better than what it was. Um, yeah, just looking at, looking at some of these teams and stuff like that, that where these guys are, you know, it's, it's completely different. You know, freaking, you play where you can. The J League. You know what I mean? Like, let's let's be honest, especially now and stuff like that. It's a great place to go. The competition's mm-hmm. strong. It's friggin' fast paced. Um, you know, which is sort of what what the Aussies like. Mm. Uh, and it's close to home. You know what I mean? So they can friggin' if they need to go home or family need to come over and shit like that. Mm. What would you rather? You know, ten, I mean, you know, the K League, the K League and the J League. Australian players broadens mm. out their overall skill set because, as mentioned, Australians still play a very physical game. Yep. Japan and Korea, it is so technical that our approach sort of doesn't work because they just dribble right around it. Yeah, and that that that's good for a player who's physical that wants a challenge to learn and. Um, improve their overall game at using that physicality and the way that they play as an Australian to combat when they come up against technical players. This is why we have so much trouble against Korean teams and Japanese teams when it comes to the Asian Champions League. Yeah. Because, again, we play against Australian sides. They're all physical. They come up against technical sides and they stand there and go, well, shit. And they're shitting bricks before they even start. Correct. Here you go, Aiden. Um, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's and that's exactly right. You know, like it's it's just a completely different game. You know, the A League's not what it was. You know, the A League for me is is died mm. compared to ten years ago. You know, ten years ago the A League was freaking fantastic. You know, it's to me the A League's got soft. It's harder and harder to watch every every year. Mm. It's freaking ridiculous. Again, the VAR system and stuff like that sure hasn't helped. But in, in general, it's just harder to watch games. You know, like the Premier League and stuff like that, I'll watch, I'll watch nearly every game. Mm. You know, like in, you know, Celtic and shit like that. Like I'll watch all the Scottish Premier Leagues and stuff and the German and the Champions League and shit like that. I won't just watch one particular match. I'll watch all of them. Yeah. Because they're worth watching because the game – is fast paced. It's entertaining. It's freaking flat out. Even if the team gets flogged, they they put in. You know what I mean? It might it may not be nowhere near good enough to we get a result, but 
it was would have been good enough to and, beat. And, and that's and why I enjoy watching the championship. Doesn't matter who it is. Yeah, yeah, and that's and that's exactly right. One hundred percent. It um, is so competitive, and and the pace of the game in the championship over the past five years has increased dramatically. Yeah, yeah, and that's the biggest thing. And this the A League has just dropped. It's just gone downhill. The the pace. Oh, I of the wouldn't game say so much. Gone. It's gone downhill. I'd say more. It's just plateaued. Oh, it's it's yeah. just hit that level, and it's just stayed there for so yeah. long. Yeah, probably why three million. I feel it's gone downhill because it's just it's. Shouldn't be staying, and, and, and we perceive it to go downhill because we, you know, we're sort of watching it every week and it's not improving. But that's the problem now. That's why I made that comment. Like, I don't watch it every week. I watch the Jets because I have to. You know what I mean? Oh, like, thanks. They're my, they're thanks, my club, uh, Thanks, Paramount. Oh, very good. Um, and, you know, happy days, you know, sweet as. I'll watch the Jets, but I won't watch anyone else. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I realistically Depends won't watch another matchup for me, I suppose. It's just... If there's a team that's in form coming up against a heavy hitter, I'm, I'll be more inclined to watch it. Uh, just to see how they go. Or if I'm doing some research or whatever on a specific player, I'll watch a game. Mm. And just... I won't focus on the game. I'll focus on the player and what they're yeah. doing. Um... But, yeah, it depends on the run of form that the team's on, the signing, whether it's an international. Like, I, I tend to watch a, a few more Melbourne Victory games last year because of Ryan Shotton being an ex-Birmingham, yeah. and it's like, well, what the fuck has he done since he left? I'm interested to find out if his game is still where it is. Clearly it wasn't. <laughs> Again, friggin', you know, for me, uh, yeah, I see I still stand by I, I really didn't watch anything else. Like, and again, but in this day and age, you don't have to. Mm. You know what I mean? KO made it so easy. Mm. Uh, why watch 90 minutes of the shit? I'll just watch a 15-minute, 3-minute fucking recap and be done with it. Shows yeah. me all the best bits. Shows me everything I need to watch. Friggin' done. See you later. Bang. I wasted three minutes of my time. It was shit. Yeah, a, um, lot, of, a lot of clubs you, do you know that I mean? on their own YouTubes and stuff now. Like, I know we do it. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see, obviously, what Paramount bring out and shit like that, whether they're going to have something along those lines. Um, you would think they'd have to, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't everyone... expect it in the first season for the simple fact that not only have they got to build out their footballing side of thing, they need to establish the entire platform here. The platform's yeah. only, fuck, three weeks old. Yeah, but for me, they've still got plenty of time. The A-League doesn't start for a friggin' until the end of October. They've got plenty of yeah, time. Yeah, but it's being able to implement that system beforehand. They they may also... Their priority at the moment is getting more content out here because it's pretty well slim pickings if you're not watching football. Yeah, well, but that's the thing, though. Where, where are they going to get their money from? Off the A-League? No, no, it's not, it's not the money side of things. It's their own shows that are on other streaming services in this country, they need to wait for those rights deals to finish up so that they can take them back and use them on their own platform here. You're talking about non-sport-related yes. stuff? Yeah, but, but again, we're not talking about I'm not talking about non-sports-related shit. I'm yeah, talking but, about to build out, but to build out the sports-related stuff, that is not their top priority at the moment. It should be. It's not. There's, why wouldn't it be? They, they've, they've just they've just taken the Australian frigging all international football 
if with the with the Australian women's side who've got a World Cup coming up on home soil, why? Because they have this platform in more than one country that is not geared towards football. It is only geared towards football in this country. Yeah, so they're trying to establish. They're trying to also establish a foothold in the stream market here <clears throat> with their own programming to entice the non-footballing people to buy into their platform. It's not here to be sport and just sport. Mm. That's that how that's how it is to us because as us as A League members, that's how the platform has been marketed to us. But the actual streaming service itself, Paramount Plus, is more than that. It's Nickelodeon. It's Nick Junior. It's MTV. It's um, Paramount Movies. It's um, uh, Smithsonian Channel. It's there's another one there that I'm forget. Showtime. Like all the big budget cable stuff in the US comes through that. A lot of it at the moment has been spread out in Australia across other streaming platforms that they've signed licensing deals with um, because their platform wasn't here, because they didn't have a need for their platform here. Now that they've got a need for their platform here, i.e. the A-League and, and, and you know, Socceroos and Matildas and things like that, they are now going, oh, shit, we need to cancel all our rights deals with all the other holders and get all our shit back so we can run it on our platform to get more than just... We need to get the general public on board as well. That just makes me more friggin' happy that I'm... What? <laughs> that just fucking annoys the shit. And this, my friend, is why you are not in business. What do you mean? This is my friend is why you are not in the streaming service business. Because it won't be the A-League that props up Paramount Plus in this country. It'll be all the people that want to watch all the old MTV shows and Nickelodeon. So parents will be more inclined to get it as well because they've got something that aims at younger kids with Nick, Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. People also our age that aren't football inclined that will want to go back and watch some of those shows like Cat Dog, Rocket League. Rugrats is another big one that they've got. They've got a draw from other markets because the football market is not going to completely prop up their their platform long term. So, so what you're trying to say is that they're going to try and nick all these friggin' all these shit that no, are all. No, no, they're it. not going to nick them. They already own the rights to them. They yes, already they're, they're, own. They already own the rights to them. Yeah, so they're going to take them off the other servicing channels, Netflix, i.e., etc. Well, there's there's two things that they'll do. Depending on what show it is, they'll either rip it, yeah, from another pla- from the other platform that they've already signed a licensing deal with here in this country, or alternatively, they'll wait for the rights deals to run out with those providers, yeah, to which the rights to broadcast that here in Australia on a streaming service will revert back to Paramount. Oh, that's just got it's me all, it's all, it's all licensing, like it is with any other streaming service here. All the shows I've avoided over the last fifteen years thrown together. Paramount sucks ass big time. Yeah, again, yeah. but they're still they're still building it out. 
They're still building it out. They need to get a feel for what people want to watch here in this country before they start pushing other things too. But again, it's very, 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 very early stages. Yeah, that just makes it interesting just to see exactly what the friggin' what what shit is now going to come from. That's that's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, like, well, because obviously, if if their main concern is obviously not the A League and shit like that, I'm not saying that the A League is not their main concern. Well, you did. You just said that. You said well, that, no. That there's two. There's, there's two sides to the coin here. You said their main concern is obviously getting all the friggin' yeah, you know, other people, the non-football people. Yeah, because they know they've general. got the football people suckered in, in already. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, well, they, they have. They, of course, they they have because friggin' you you can, but you can't watch it anywhere else. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's going to be one of those things. You'll, you'll figure it out. There'll be ways to watch to get around it and watch it. Fucking Telstra come out with the thing. My football, you could watch it on that way. Um, but, but that, to me, just means that, obviously, their main concern is, obviously, a game, as you said, not the A-League, which means who the hell are they going to bring in to report and cover the A-League? That worries me. They, yeah. They're going to bring in. They've been pretty quiet, quiet on that. You know, they've been really quiet about it. Friggin', obviously, they've got Rudin. Um, which to me is shit. Um, you yeah, know, I'm not, I'm a, not fan. a fan of I'm his not commentary. A, not a fan of his commentary and shit like that at all. It's just his um, attitude that annoys me. To, to take all that shit aside, you've got friggin' a very good coach coaching in the A League at the moment, and friggin' he's thrown all that aside to go and do this shit for Paramount, which I'm guessing wicked. Obviously, it's paying um, more. Hundred percent. So that just shits me. You know what I mean? Like, freaking, what are we, who are you going to get? You know what I mean? Um, it may mean that, obviously, because it's not their main interest in shit, Simon Hill is not going to be their main, main. And for me, there is no other, there is no other person they should be looking for. I agree. He's it. He's it. I agree. He, he, like, to me, as he said to us on, on the podcast, you know, if things don't change and stuff like that, I He's will go out. back to England. And to me, this is it, I reckon. If he doesn't get this deal, he's gone. Yeah, who'll get a gig overseas easy? Walking with a job tomorrow. Friggin' no questions asked. So mm. the fact that that's, that's for me is just the biggest concern. Like, it's, it's not their biggest concern. Um, I'd like to see somebody who's been out of the game for a while, not 100% recognised or well-known. I have heard their commentary before and I actually quite enjoy it. Um, but a new up-and-comer given a go as well to broadcast with an experienced broadcaster. Yep. And yep. Jets fans are going to hate me for this, but it's Scotty Miller. Mm. Scotty Miller. That'd be fantastic. Just by listening, going back and listening to his, his commentary um, when he got roped into doing FFA Cup games here. Yep. His commentary is spot on. Why? Because he knows he's, he's coming from the perspective as a manager. He knows what to look for. He knows what to watch out for. He knows and ha- he knows how to vocalise those things to an audience. What is happening? Yeah. Give me two secs, guys. Friggin' just sit there with the chat. I'm just gonna friggin' sort uh, nine month old now. Give me five seconds. Just yeah, keep talking about this shit, yeah, we'll guys, talk. and get into it. We talk. I tech techs come in with. I don't dislike that idea. Tech, you know what you do. I don't know if they're still available or not, but if you can grab your hands on some of the games that he commentated across the FFA Cup, I think it might have been 
Not last year, the year before. But they were mostly... Um, they were mostly uh, Victorian-based MPL versus MPL sides. And there might have been a... Oh, fuck, there was one that he did years ago. I think it might... I, I can't remember it off the top of my head. But yeah, it's, it was Avondale... I think it might have been Avondale and Marconi. The one I went to a couple of years ago. Wouldn't mind Scotty Miller. Not his fault he got the punt. Sup, guys? Sup, Timmy? Joshy's just gone to deal with the nine-month-old. He will be back shortly. Um, but yeah, like, coming from the perspective of, the, like, he, he, because he's been in the role as a manager and, and a coach abroad, he has that knowledge on how to vocalize and how to break down what he's watching. Why? Because he's had to do it on the sidelines. And then he's had to vocalize that to his players on the pitch. The only difference is, is that now that he's vocalizing it to an audience to which he can't see, so he's going to vocalise it a bit more in depth from the brain of a manager. And because of his, what I would call his style of management being very technical and very tactically driven, he is very good at being able to break that down and vocalise that to an audience, you know, to the common Joe Blow. But yeah, if you get the chance, guys, go back through the, some of the FFA Cup games and have a look at some of the MPL Vic games that he's commentated for and, and just listen. Just, you don't have to watch the game. Just listen. It's the way he carries himself um, in, in that regard. But yeah, to be fair, going back to the Paramount thing, there's two sides to the coin. There's not one person at the top there setting up that streaming platform. There is a foot. There is most definitely a football side, and there is most definitely an other show side. But um, the A League members that have bought memberships into Paramount Plus are not going to sustain that platform. And again, it's very new. It's very raw. A lot of their programming is already licensed out to other plat streaming platforms here. I know that for a fact. I dug in and did my research on this. Alrighty, let's... Uh... Speaking of Paramount Plus and Matildas and... Uh... What are we called? Um, Socceroos. Forgot what we were called there for a second. Socceroos and, and the international side of things. It was announced today that Football Australia and the Commonwealth Bank have finally gone into their landmark partnership deal to elevate women's football here in Australia. So they are now known. They are not the Westfield Matildas no more. They are now the Commonwealth Bank Matildas and the Commonwealth Bank Young Matildas. What do we all think of fucking that? You're muted. They're going to have non-stop technical issues like fucking the Commonwealth Bank does every fucking month. <laughs> I personally see this as nothing but a marketing ploy by Commonwealth Bank because it's close to the Women's World Cup. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a, yeah, absolutely. Um, so obviously we've moved on 
to the A-League and obviously Australian sort of thing. Before we, before we do that, though, before we do that, we will friggin'. I'm just going to quickly make, just going to go through this last bit of friggin' European news that okay. Um, I just want to touch on. Obviously, I'm just going to make it really short and simple because it's friggin' perfect dot point and so forth. Um, so obviously, the game between friggin' Marseille and Nice. Obviously, this morning, oh, I'm yeah. sure everyone's seen it. Sort of everyone heard about it. The chaos, the carnage that was. I'm going to sum it up for you really quickly. So Nice fans, Nice fans hit Dimitri Payet in the back with a bottle. Payet throws the bottle back at Nice fans. Nice fans storm the pitch and attack Marseille players. Marseille staff member punches Nice fan in the face. Marseille manager, George Sampoli, loses his head at Nice player. Marseille players leave uh, with scratches marks on their, on their neck. Match resumes without Marseille players. Nice will be awarded 3 a win. There you go. Pretty, pretty short, pretty sweet. <laughs> Perfect dot point form. Down to a T. That's how it is in European football at the moment. That's um, how it happened in a nutshell. Yeah, that f- fantastic. Like not not fantastic the, the whole shit that happened, but just perfect dot point in, in regards to that friggin' article. Um, so yeah, so that's the last bit of European news. Obviously, I wanted to touch on. Obviously, um, well done to friggin' um, to Nice. Obviously, uh, three points, three goals, no none, none conceded. Happy days. <laughs> that's the way you want it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so other than that, um, yeah, as you were saying, obviously the friggin' the women's obviously women's football, yeah, fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic news for the fantastic news for the girls. Um, In other news that's come out of the women's game relatively recently, and this is three hours ago, um, Melbourne City player Jenna McCormick. Yep. It's just signed a contract to move to Europe with Danish club AGF Aris. Oh, another good one. Friggin', uh, was it Rizzo? Rizzo the other day signed for City? Hayley Razzo. Razzo, yeah, Razzo. Yeah, Razzo. Yeah. yeah, signed for City the other day. So friggin', um, yeah, all things. All, all so things she is, uh, McCormick now joins a number of fellow Australians competing in the Elite Divisione with Alex Hun, Angie Beard, Claire Wheeler. India Page Riley all playing for Fortuna Whoring. Yeah. All the funds. All the fucking funds. It's all eh? happening. But yeah, Ribbons Ribbons signed a deal with City. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, But yeah, so friggin' obviously good things, obviously, you know, coming out, obviously, Australian game and shit like that. Obviously, and said the Commonwealth Bank and so forth getting involved. Obviously, I think it was Luke sent me this one. Obviously, the Newcastle, a um, bit of Newcastle Jets topic. Newcastle, um, Sam Silvera touches down in Australia today. Um, Becker uh, is in his sixth day of hotel quarantine. Um, Brommel is set to get on a flight this week. And Daniel Penhar is awaiting a visa to be processed, and he too will be in transit soon. Yeah. So, a couple of obviously a bit of movement there for the Jets. Obviously, things starting to click in motion. Um, I know they've got a few players out here at the moment, obviously on trial, um, having a run and stuff like that. Obviously, we were hoping to have Jacob Pepper on and stuff like that. He has openly stated to me, though, can share that the Newcastle Jets have not sent him any information in regards to work. So as much as he would love to come home to his boyhood club and stuff like that, 
Nothing's been finalised. He's still obviously overseas. He's still struggling to um, try and get back into the country. Yeah. At the moment, the only thing that will process, uh, sorry, will, will speed that process up is obviously if he picks a contract mm. because it's then easy to get a work visa and every back work visa, but easy for th- things to get motion reasonable. Yeah. Under gainful employment. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so he's still over there for him trying to get back. Um, Good luck to him if he does come back. Um, But Tech, this this one's for you specifically. I understand all your Sammy Silvera jokes, but don't get yourself too excited, mate, because there's one thing that you're missing that you really need to remember. He has been and forever will be a Jippo. Correct. Don't forget that. No, no, but you you know what we do with, you know, we've got a special, special um, spot and process for fucking jippos. We turn them into superstars. Um, Again, he he more so than anybody else that has been signed this season needs to prove to the Newcastle Jets faithful that they are worth their salt. I'm intrigued. I haven't seen anything in regards to frigging Matty Miller. He's been pretty quiet. Been really quite too quiet to me. Um, and obviously, I, I thought some he would have he would have gone somewhere by now, and I'm sure I thought we would have heard it. Um, the fact that we haven't heard anything yet is probably more reasoning for probably more looking to get to Europe so they yeah. find it up. Um, so possibly that. Um, what have we got, Elliot? Welcome. Just tuning in, lads. How? Keen does that kit teaser make you? I'm 100% keen. <laughs> it's a good thing that it's a, look, look. It's good to see it possibly coming back to gold, right? Well, let's say let's, let's, right. They've gone fully out gold. It'd be pretty weird if they didn't have their home kit as a gold strip. Um, quite bizarre. For me, the only thing I am interested about is the color of that gold strip. It's got to be the right comes, gold. No, 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 no. Yeah. If it comes out and it is, let's say, 90% close to that gold strip, I'd be, I would, I'll be very, very upset in regards to Laurie McKenna and the boys, who openly said to us many a times that it's impossible to get. Right. Yeah, it's impossible to get it right. It's impossible right. He didn't to say get impossible. Right. He said it was very and highly difficult to get it right. Yeah, and again, again, we never, ever, ever expected it to get the exact same goal. But the goal that they brought out recently and stuff like that was nowhere near it. It's a dark goal. It's almost, yeah, you're pushing freaking. It's a post. It's yeah, the brown like side a, of goal. Yeah, it's a brown it goal. It's a brown goal. Like it's. You know, it's a it's gone. Yeah. Um, and it can't Miller, be that Ledman kit from years ago where it was like a, more on a yellowy gold with an orange fucking fluoro stripe down the guts. Yeah. Fucking um, orange. So, so it'll be interesting to see. Again, I'll be, I'll be happy either way that it's gold. That's, that's fine. Like, let's get that out of the way now. Um, gold, gold, navy, gold. gold navy in red. It's got to go um, gold, gold navy in red. Gold in general will be fine, um, but 
the closer they can get it to that, it will make me more To be the fair, they get it to- the goal on the away kit from last season is not far off. Mm. Slightly a mm. bit more yellow in it. Yeah. Than, than the original um, gold ones. Yes, yeah, slightly a bit that. more yellow, a little bit of tweaking, and it should. It's got the navy pinstripe, so it's clear that they can do something with the golden navy. Yeah. Um, Just needs that red trim. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to. Oh, thanks, Andrew, for jumping on as well. I missed you coming in oh, as Andy. well. Timmy Woods. Um, welcome, mate. Obviously, missed you while I was out as well. And obviously, Elliot's, Elliot's just joined and everyone else that's been here, noops and so forth. Welcome. Um, but, yeah, so obviously good, good to see, obviously. With, look, I've had so many comments, so many messages, so many frigging people run to come to me and go, oh, what are your thoughts on the signings? What are your thoughts on this bloke, you know, as they start to come out? Mm. The Cameroonian, you know, the new the Cameroonian international, meh. Um, I'm telling you right now, right? You will not sell me on any international that steps foot into the our club. It won't happen. I'm telling you now. I will not be happy with any international steps foot into my club. Until they take over the golden boot. Well, yeah, that'd be nice. They don't have to go that far. Got to break the streak somehow. They've got to earn it for me. No, I agree. You know what I mean? I'm sick of seeing fucking rejects and friggin' shit internationals come has into the beans. club. And fuck, yeah, has-beens and shit like that, you know what I mean? Heskey, for me, was probably, you know, oh no, Bridgie was pretty good. Um, but, you know, mm. like Bridgie and Heskey and stuff like that, where they were still at, definitely at the end of their game, but they delivered, you know what I mean, when they needed to. Um, Noddy, Nordstrom was another yeah, one. Yeah, Noddy. Um, you know, but again, these people that I'm talking about, other than Heskey, they weren't really goal scorers. You know what I mean? Bridgie was not a goal scorer. He he was he just wanted the ball at his feet, mm. um, and let someone else do the work. But friggin' international, the internationals that they've got at the moment don't impress me. That just just worries me. Just you know, we've done so well with the A League signing sort of things with the blokes we've bought. Shows it shows we've got no pull. Yeah. In the international yeah. market, it shows we've got no pull. Um, looks good on to have that go. Good on the camera, but in person. The new sure. signings have me hyped forwarding new players. It's going to be interesting. That see that statement there worries me. Yeah, that that's but the that's fact that we have fourteen new players. Yeah, yeah, that you worries expect, me. You can't expect miracles of Pappas, right? And I and I've openly said it at the start, and I'll openly say it now. I was not impressed when we signed him, right? Like, like to, to me, I don't think he's the right man for the job. I hope he proves me wrong, but I just don't think he is. Um, because of the signing situation, the fact that we've got so many new signings, you have to give him time. You've yeah. got to give him every single day that he it has is, on that. It is basically a full club rebuild. Top to um, bottom. Mario Jardel Memorial Ball. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, no, more like Mario Jardel Memorial Boot Shop. <laughs> um, so, look, look it would be interesting to see what happens. Again, internationals haven't excited me friggin' for a long So every international comes in and every international fails. It's proven every year. Friggin' Arroyo, Flop, friggin' um, 
uh, the, 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 the other one, the friggin' Scandinavian fucker from the other love the other year, Coco flop. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. You know, like, I'm going more goals than Tim Cahill. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's just yeah. I don't know. I, I'm not sold. Not sold at all. You know, I, I was. I was. I tell you what, freaking um, freaking Bobby. Bobby got me. Got me close. You know, he got me really excited. The fact, I wouldn't, then, I wouldn't then, call Bobby a bad international. No, that's us. what I said. He he got me excited. He was freaking. He was dynamic. He was freaking. You know. Nor um, Ronnie Vargas. When he finally got on the fucking pitch. Yeah, when he wasn't <laughs> fucking injured. Yeah. Um, Same could be said know, for Holland. Well, not even that. Not even injured. Just fucking. Just. They just wouldn't play him. When, yeah, when um, Vargas got on the ball, fucking shit happened. Oh, Vargas, yeah, Vargas. Yeah, yeah Vargas. Yeah. When, when he was, got on the ball, fucking shit happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was fucking. But again, though, friggin'. It, it, it was, it was here you go, fuck up, run. <laughs> yeah, but the same thing, though. He wasn't exciting, you know what I mean? Like, in general, it was just the fact that when you if you we put did, We him, didn't get say, enough right, of him. Right? You put Vargas in a team like friggin' at Melbourne City or Melbourne Victory or Sydney FC and shit like He's a fucking shit player, right? Because we've had shit internationals, he made it look fucking good. Mm. <laughs> when he wasn't that, he wasn't that crash hot. He doesn't well, look Hall was great in one game before he got hit. <laughs> See, that was a shame. I thought he, I thought he would have done really well as well. But yeah, um, best passer in the A League. You know it, Luke. That's it. Exactly. You right. know it. Unfortunately, Corner flag doesn't matter. Games how, meme player. Doesn't doesn't matter how many um, how good you pass a ball. Friggin' still doesn't great get your time on the pitch. Um, <laughs> not not according to Ernie Merrick. Apparently, you got to do everything else as well. Um, Apparently, you need to get shiny yeah. fucking boots and brush his teeth for him. But yeah, it's just it's interesting, you know what I mean? Like it's just fucking um oh, no, just uh the A League the A League transfer saga has just been very quiet. You know what I mean? The A League like I get it, it's hard. The pandemic's freaking making it very hard for every A League club to sort of get on the ball and do what they need to do and stuff. Nobody like that. in their right mind this season can turn around and use the excuse, oh look, the recycled league. Look at this current state of the situation that we're in. Yeah, like for me though. But you, the biggest you thing can't, is you can't not like you know what I mean. And because hmm. of the rules in the A League, the only reason why we have so many recycled players is because we're bound by a limit. And there yeah. are only so many Australian players out there that are that can crack the A League consistently, and they they have proven to. That's why they're recycled. I think Carl. I think Carl's going to be walking a very very fine. Oh yeah, Carl's in a bit of. He's in a dodge, I think. He he needs a fucking good start to the season. Yeah, yeah. He'll be sitting there, I tell you what, and he'll be praying. It is squeaky bum time for Carl. Carl and Kenny. Games, first couple of games, I'm telling you, want they will want to go his way. He'll be sitting there with I nervous. watched the Celtic highlight package against Rangers today, and Kenny Miller scored, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they never mentioned anything about it because he's playing for the opposition. But... Hmm, yeah. When's the last time there was a Rah. good free kick taker in the league? High and wide. National, national standard. standard. Are you talking about Aussies? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say a non-international. A non-international? Well, he's back. Brendan O'Neill. Yep. Brendan O'Neill. Hands down, yeah. Brendan O'Neill. Yeah. Or yeah. actually, does he actually count? Because he is part Irish. 
Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the. No, he's an Australian international, so therefore he counts as Australian. There you go. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, me and Josh went for exactly the exact same player, Brandon O'Neill, hands down, no. hands yeah, down. Definitely up there. He's got to be definitely one of the one of, one of the better free kick takers um, in the league. Not far ooh, behind, probably lacking in the past few years. I would have gone very early on when he first came back to the A-League. I would have gone with Neil Kilkenny as well. Yeah. Not now, but when he first yeah. came back to the A-League, yes. Five years yeah. ago, yeah, Bratton could hit one. Um, Craig, Craig Goodwin's done some few Craig Goodwin, things. Craig Goodwin, yeah. Um, there's plenty of good ones there. Like, don't get me wrong. There are around. Look at how many good youngsters have come through just this year. Yeah, 100%. And, and it's good to see, you know what I mean? And that's why the second league, need, the second division needs to happen. Um, not saying it has to happen now, but it, it, the sooner they can get it in and stuff like that, the better it'll be to get these youngsters in because, you know, you will see them in a better environment. You know, as, as I've always said, the MPL jump from there to the A-League is too big. It's, it makes and breaks players. They, they try and get there. And they go, go, they get their chance. They go up to the A League, and then it's not not just a step backwards back to the MPL. It's a massive drop because yeah. then they, it's almost like they've gone back to the MPL as a beginning point, and then they've got to friggin' work themselves out again. Okay, because- Sean Sean O'Connor comes in. Marco Rojas was good at free kicks, and Goy Finkler, right? Goy, Goy Finkler was um, Brazilian, yep. so he doesn't count. He's international. Marco Rojas, Kiwi international, doesn't count. But he was a good free kick taker. He was. Both great free kick takers. But they're not Australian. Either of them. (laughs) Sorry, Sean. Um, Sorry, Sean. (laughs) Again, Uh, you want to go into international free kick takers? Um, Diego Castro. Diego Castro, when he first came to the A-League. He he put more away than what he would miss. NPL is such a boring name. What else are you in a Chris Nicky got a club finally, didn't know he was out of contract at Johor. Well, see, for me, the biggest thing, talking about um, Elliot, the MPL, I've always been under the, yeah, for me, right, um, If especially the second division, the second division should be called the NSL. One, it pays homage to the original frigging competition of what we've had in the frigging in Australia. And it is definitely a state league because all states will be represented. So why not call it the NSL? That's my, my opinion. What about you um, keep, keep the acronym and call it the National Second League? Oh, why don't you go real original? We'll just call it, we'll, we'll have our own Super League. Oh, for fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Well, you can only participate if you're this high. Uh, you're going to be this high to reach the super. You're going to be knee yeah. high to a grasshopper. <laughs> five, five, six or higher to, to join the Super League. See, you can't call it the National State League. Well, still, they, they can technically because it's... No, because they need, they need to break it away from State League because State League will still be State League. Yeah, see what happens. As long as they can call it whatever it is, as long the as they B, keep the initials. The B League. So we've got the A League and the B League. National the A League and the B League. Yeah. No, we'll call it the fucking S League. Shit League. <laughs> um, the Seconds League. The Seconds. 
the soggy sayers. <laughs> Have your seconds. NGA. Um, the NGA. They're not good enough. Yes. Um, I was going to say, yeah, so yeah, Chris Nicky was good on the ball. I thought an extra didn't season. Didn't Chris Nicky? No. 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 Was very underdone. No. If you very watched, underdone. If you watched him play a game, right, if you watched him live or freaking even on TV, right, you watched him that way, mate, yeah. He looks good when he's got the ball at his feet. But as soon as he passes the ball and the camera fucking pans off, off him, he's walking. He's, the, he's lazy and hey, fucking shit. so unfit. And so unfit, it's ridiculous. See who he signed for? No. He's on loan from Johor, right? Oh, so he's he signed with Ashida. Uh, hang on. Odisha FC in the Indian Super League. So he'll dominate. He'll do well over there because freaking they all walk around there. You do all right over there. Who finished eleventh of eleventh last season? Oh, there you go. Coming to make it, make it, make a point. Who's their manager? How old is he? Oh, they used to be the Delhi Dynamos. So it's it's the old uh, the old Delhi Dynamos. And they finished last last year. Yep. Um. Apparently they play, in black and, they play in black and purple. Actually, their kit doesn't look too bad. Yeah, black and purple, yeah. That's the original. Fuck yeah. Guys uh, are right. Andrew, Andrew Hill's European Adventure League. Oh, God. <laughs> He's playing with friggin' Javi Hernandez. Yeah, Javi's over there. Yeah. Oh, there's heaps of good ones in the... In Cabrera? Thing out now. Friggin'... I can't believe bloody what's-his-name, friggin' the Wellington bloke. Friggin' still... He signed on another deal over there. Fuck, I would have had him back. I would have had him over here at the Jets. Oh, Sapreet um, Singh. Singh. Oh, fuck yeah. No. No. Yeah, Sapreet Singh. Singh. No. Isn't he the one that went to Europe? Oh, yeah, Sapreet Singh. Um, 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 uh, Roy Krishna. Um, Krishna. 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 Yeah, yeah, he just signed, signed a new deal over in India to stay over there. I'm like, you're wasting your talent. Okay. Oh, do you want to, do you want to, oh, like, full circle here? Do you want me to spin your mind out? Oh, yeah, go on. You spin me. Right? So they've just signed a new manager, right? Who? Uh, Odisha, right? Yeah. He starts yeah. this season. His name, Kiko Ramirez, right? Yeah. Gymnastica, um, Castellon, Whistler Krakow. Jesus. Would you like to know who he was managing in 2019? 19. No, who, who, where was he? Xanthi. Really? Xanthi. Who took over at Xanthi after him? He was the bloke that got the sack when the Aussie Greeks went and bought Xanthi. When friggin' When they brought in Popovich because they wanted to bring in one of their own. When they brought Popper over, he was he got he got the arse. He's the he was the current manager that got the arse. Oh poor. He's gone to India. Did what nothing for 2020 and picked up Odisha in 2021. Yeah. So um, I think uh, Mr. Kiko Ramirez is a bit salty on us Aussies. Yeah. And I think somebody may have been watching a lot of A-Lee last season while he was sitting Chris. on the couch doing nothing. How are you, buddy? Welcome, mate. Great. Good, Jays. How are you, mate? How's things? 
he's in here because I meant to be somewhere in three minutes' time. Oh, are you? Ah, uh, yeah, I got a meeting. Mm. But again, I wasn't expecting the pod to run for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we're done in about an hour, ten, an hour, fifteen. <laughs> you need a support, and that's it, mate. Cheers, buddy. Um, I'm just, you're very late. I did see you in GPU chat. <laughs> I was going to say, I just I seen him there as well. Um, if Jets get relegated to the second division, will the fans turn up home games against South Melbourne, Rockdale? <laughs> no. I would. I, I would find them more entertaining games. Mate, shit, yeah. 100%. I would love that. That means Jets, there's more than... Jets versus South Melbourne? Fuck yes, I'm down. Yeah, fucking oaf. No way I can get a decent like... kebab. <laughs> yeah. A decent kebab in a not... <laughs> In a not empty stadium. Fucking hell. At a not empty stadium. Yep. For a start. Mm. Less restrictions. Easier easier for us yeah, to yeah. get access to players. Uh-huh. Why why would you knock that back? <laughs> if if Wellington get relegated, do they freaking not play obviously do they Oh that's interesting. Or do they send? Or do they send friggin' one of the um, Kiwi teams across to us? That'd be interesting. Or could you imagine yeah, Wellington getting should. booted out and Team Wellington getting promoted? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the thing, though. To me, it has to happen, right? If, well, if you've yeah. Got the- it, it, they they can't go without consequence. No, but I'm saying, but if if you've got a Wellington, you know, if you've got a, a New Zealand side in the A League. There has yeah. to be at least one in the freaking in the second division. Like, oh sure. yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, you know what I mean? They've got to have a chance. That's right. Um, and it, it helps Wellington obviously feed off them. So, well, yeah, it's to me it's a win-win. They need to have something. Um, said to Bondi too. <laughs> Why does Josh look like he's ready to start a woodworking project on the bench? <laughs> you have any idea what the story is? It's me old referees. Get, I, yeah, I do. I'm not freaking chopped away in the field. Um, freaking me old referees. Get mate. Thought I was digging through a bag and found it and thought I'd fucking revive it for a little bit. Um, the rivals revival it. Oh, there it is. Oh, wow. There it is. Fucking bull. Rivals revival. The biggest I, question, I suppose. You need to reboot that a third time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, a good question for everyone in the chat, obviously, because most of you in here are obviously Jets fans. Is the big question, which we haven't really talked about on the show in the last couple of weeks, is obviously with Cameron Devlin gone, we now need somebody who, need, who can sit behind O'Doherty. Mm. And do we look into the market for a new keeper, or do we stick with friggin' Noah James, considering Italiano has left it? Yeah, they're the, two, they're, the, they're the two big ones. For me, they're the only two spots that we really need to fill. More so, more so, um, of Cameron. If we want the a cheap keeper, cheap keeper that's older, that's serviceable, we may be able um, to get on the cheap. A league experience, older, hasn't played a game in a very long time. I'd be looking at Vedran Yanjevic. Oh, oh, I've got one. I've got one. Yeah, Falapi. We can have Valapi. I'm, I'm sending my him. Suggestion, I'm sending him. My suggestion, and you're getting cheaper than Valafi, would have been Vedran Yanjevic. <laughs> would have been Vedran Yanjevic. 
Wasn't he's there been a sitting at Western Sydney. He's been sitting at Western Sydney fucking wasting away for like three years. Fuck. Wasn't there a rumour on Beerus? No, he signed a fucking No, two-year he signed deal. an extension no. with the Coast. Signed a two-year deal. He's fucking signed an extension with the Coast. And, and why wouldn't he? He's probably the highest paid fucking player. He's the only one that comes so, out and performs every fucking week. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. He's enjoyed his coffees with fucking Laurie and the boys at fucking their bloody fucking morning swims. Yeah. Um, seen that. <laughs> Cheeky fucking. kid. <laughs> um, Cheeky it's going to be interesting. To find someone to replace Cameron Devlin is going to be is going to be the big one. The fact that we spent good money on him originally and the fact that we got good money back for him. Technically um, speaking, that frees up an international spot because he's a Kiwi, no? Devlin? Mm. No, no, he's an Aussie. Is Devlin an Aussie? Yeah, he was at the Olympics. He got freaking signed by European clubs. He went to the Olympics. That's right, he's fucking, fucking from Sydney. Oh, that's right, originally from Sydney. Still says current team, Newcastle Jets. He's still ours, technically, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> and he can't get his fucking visa sorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freaking Harkage all the help they can get at the moment. Um, yeah, I'll text with me. You take Vedran. Vedran, yeah. Yeah, for me, the biggest one's going to be, obviously, who, who, who do we Who replace? do we get to replace Devlin? That's, that's going to be the Defensive midfielders in the A-League are very difficult to come by, especially good ones. Yeah, and fit ones. Ones that fuck ones ones that don't uh, get injured. I know one that I would take, but you'd have to pry them from his cold dead fingers. But considering he took one of ours, it's only fair we take one of his. Who? Um Kieran Bacchus. Yeah, Bacchus, yeah. Yeah. From Western Sydney. Yeah, yeah. No, Thurgate will not play defensive midfield. Thurgate got to do that. So he's got to sit he sits in front of he sits in front of Odaldi. We need someone to play beyond Odaldi. Actually, no, he won't. No, he won't. Not with the new bloke if he gets here. He's an attacking midfielder, Daniel Painter. And what do we want to defend? He's a playmaking, he's a playmaking attacking midfielder. Oh, I wanted to. I'd, I'd put Idoity in there. For now. Mm. For now. No, yeah, for now. Can I? No. Well, the last five minutes and do his knee again. Oh, Kenny, yes, that's where he's fucking meant to play. <laughs> I, I wonder if Nick Cameron's doing anything. Yeah. What's your mate doing? Friggin' um My mate. Um frickin' hang on, hang on, hang on. My mate? Yeah, um You need to be a little bit more specific there, mate. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, what's his name? Hang on. He he was at Western Sydney Wanderers. Oh, is it Ferran Viasosh? No, yeah, um, no, what's his name? Freaking a bad number eight. Play number eight for us. Um, oh, oh, I've lost. Come together by hopes and prayers. He was an he was an international freaking as well. I think he was. An, he played spent most of his time in Croatia. He's Croat. Matteo Poliak. 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 That's what I was thinking of. What's he doing these days? Where's he at? Are you still playing local football? MPL, I think. Well, he was. Um, Keanu Bacchus has signed for Hungarian Giants. Baron Viasos. Yeah, I just seen that. Two, 2022. What's next year? Um, as of 2021, Poyat was playing for Matt Drew at Town Rangers. <laughs> his A-League days are done. <laughs> his A-League days I were did. done after he left us. Yeah. Who's the captain for the Jets this year? 
It's an interesting topic. Very. One that I'm not going to friggin' open my mouth to until friggin' they're virtually finished signing fucking players. Yep. Um, because anyone could come in and friggin' yeah, take that spot. Um, for me, currently, right now, I'd say you probably can't go past Duncan. Probably a fair shout. Duncan um, or alternatively Hoff, depending on whether Hoff's in first team plans or not. Nah, see, I don't reckon it's Hoffy because he, he bounces too much. I, I actually, I tell you what, I tell you what, who it could be? Friggin' um, fuckface from Adelaide, Jordan Elsie. Elsie, vice captain at Elsie, plenty of experience in the back line. Um, will literally come in and do the role of Boogs. Oh, it's probably gonna be if at this current point. Again, Duncan could be a fair shout. Maybe there's a youth Expect- player here already might do the job. What? Oh, that's what he's saying about CDM. Luke's oh, about oh, CDM. Man. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe. 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 Who, Who knows? knows? This, may force, this may force Pappas to change his formation. Yeah, it, it may do. We may not even run a CDM. Correct. Oh, I just... Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that's it'd it. be interesting, but it's not against the realms of happening. No, no. So, yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens. There's been much movement elsewhere either, which is sort of interesting. Um, yeah. There's been lots of lots of talk, lots of movement. Friggin' um, O'Donovan is on the hunt. He um, he's got a few friggin' contracts apparently lined up. Perth. Um, where he will end up, I have no idea. I have heard rumours of him going back to the coast at the moment, mm. um, which wouldn't be a bad thing, I suppose, for him. Close to Newcastle, less travel, nothing fucking get to go too far and shit like that. And at the end of the day, friggin', he probably fit in well there um, with, with what they've currently got. Playing with five across the back and two midfield with three up. <laughs> He, he's fucking adventurous. I think he's <laughs> Yeah, Donovan looks like he's freaking in, in talks and shit going everywhere. Obviously, Jacob Pepper possibly looking at coming back to the A-League, where he'll end up, maybe. God knows. Um, he'd feel that centre defensive midfield, right? <laughs> Problems, just saying. Mm. Uh, he'd, he'd, he'd feel it and cheap. And Australian, so can that be days? Uh, and boy, boyhood and played for the club, so possibly. Hey, you could come back and captain the side. <laughs> uh, with the current squad of players signed for the Jets, what would you lads have as a formation? Ah, too hard to tell. It's too hard. It's too, too hard, hard to tell right now. More so the fact now that friggin just the, some of the guys that are coming in are so young. Yeah. Like, if anything, like, we're sitting here going, oh, great, international players, and oh, great, we're getting fucking players, we're signing players. But for blokes like Lucas and friggin', um, fucking, um, fuck, Archie. Young bloke up, Archie. They're going to be sitting there licking their lips. Like, they fucking, mate, these guys coming in at 22, 23, they're all around the same age. They're like, mm. fuck yes, this is perfect competition for us. You know? This bloke hasn't been in a freaking major club or whatever it is. He hasn't played fucking you know, 100-plus games in the A-League. Freaking, we're winning here. 
Like, if anything, they've freaking got to be cheering. So um, I think Lucas freaking definitely needs more, more of a chance yep. this season. Agreed. Um, I think he, think he done well last year to freaking uh, to do what he was doing. So fingers crossed. Um, I'd sign Pershaw. Fuck off. He's a, he was a, he was. A, I didn't mind Pershaw. Oh, mate. Look, he was very raw, and and you know my thoughts on Peugeot. He was very much like um, what I said about Elvis Kamsobi years ago. Once he learns to relax on the ball and not panic, and use fucking that's when he that's when he will grow. And friggin' simple as that. At professional level, you got to be able to use your fucking both both feet. Yeah, agreed. He had he had no left. He would come back when he's right every time. Yeah. Um. Sign Ben Hay. Fucking oath, mate. Oh, yeah, Lukey. Get into it. <laughs> he's oh, a little wow. bit fucking, a little bit raw around the edges. I um, he already played. He's already played for the Jets, but <laughs> he got out of there quicker, quicker, as quick as he could. Um, I'd have Persho too. No, um, Persho. <laughs> but if you say you freaking bring Persho back, fucking bloody hell, mate, will bring him back. back. Um, oh fuck. <laughs> Why the fuck not? Sorry, the utility um, role is being filled by Jason Hoffman this season. Oh, fucking <laughs> shit. I'm just praying for friggin'. I'm praying for 90 minutes out of Ben, uh, out of Cairner. I just want 90 minutes. Nah. That's not in one game. That's over the season. All right? 90 minutes over the season. It's all I want. It's all I want. For fuck's sake. Um, have we got anything else to talk about before we start to wrap this up, guys? Friggin', obviously there's... Well, there was 10.5 seconds ago. There's now eight people in the chat. There's plenty of people about. So, um, as I said, get, get your topics in, get your thoughts in. What do you want to talk about? Anything, anything we've missed? Um, if you haven't, obviously, subscribed to the channel. Be great. Go do that. If you haven't friggin' joined the EPL tipping comp with fucking blokes in the competition like Benny and friggin' um, can't Woodster, get much worse and, than me. Woodster and Terrence and stuff like that, there's still plenty of time to jump in and beat those blokes. Um, fucking end into round three. <laughs> Even myself, I'd almost put myself into that. I think I went from second to six, I think. Um, pretty quick, so friggin' um, pretty. It's going to be pretty hard to beat friggin' Irish Tony and, and shit like that. Friggin' when you know you pick fucking three draws in a round and they fucking pay off. Oh. Um, <laughs> some 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 something makes me feel that he's friggin' getting some fucking bloody hints or some shit from friggin' European Can't friends. We're lucky to get one minute out of Canna. Would you have old oh, mate, mate back? Bro. He's referring to Kane Shepherd. Oh, Shepherd, no. no. Um, I've got a tip this week. Well, that'll make your fucking job even harder. You still do better than me, so don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. I think it's a way. I, thought, I wasn't that much of an asshole. I, thought, I, I sort of put if you didn't get your tips in, I think you, the old tradition, you get the away tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I could have freaking left it as. Oh. Standard. Premier League, you forget your tips, you're almost lucky. You probably get a fucking better, better result. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes in the away tips. Um, but yeah, so obviously, as we said, the A League will start at the end of October, getting closer and closer. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. COVID freaking is just freaking absolutely killing everybody. Um, good to see Sydney and New South Wales getting down around 800 today, um, down from 900 and something yesterday. So they're slightly on the down this for, for today and tomorrow. Probably back up there. Though. Um, 
So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, how much of an impact it's going to play on the A-League, how much of a major impact it's going to play on, obviously, Cup, considering, obviously, there's a lot of local sides in there and aren't going to get compensation as they would for A-League as professional athletes. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting to see there. But um, other than that, if there's not much else, we're going to wrap it up. Obviously, Benny's got friggin' other places to be. So freaking yeah, we do. Um, we do. Obviously, thank you guys for jumping on. Uh, big shout out to our major sponsor, Gabriel Ma Optometrist. Obviously, while well, I've got a few issues in here, if you haven't been in and seen the guys there um, at Jesmond, be sure to do so for all your eye care needs. It is very much important to obviously get your eyes tested once a year at least, so you don't go fucking blind and then you can't see our faces. Um, He's blind as I bet. Yeah, very good. Um, but yeah, so dinner has been had, mate. <laughs> What's been? <laughs> Dinner's been had. Taco. Had taco. Um, but yeah, be sure to go see those guys down there for all your eye care needs, whether it's friggin' prescription glasses, friggin' sunnies, um, etc. Um, they do an absolute ripping job down there, at Jasmine. And at the end of the day, for all you local guys in the Newcastle, you know, New South Wales sort of area, support your local, as we always like to say down here. So go down there instead of friggin' big name friggin' joints, spec savers and shit like that. Yes, they are owned by, obviously, um, iCare Plus, but it is individually owned. Yeah, it's unlike, Yeah, unlike spec and shit like that, where it's stores. Um, so, yeah. yeah, be sure to go down there and see the guys, support your locals, obviously, all around Newcastle and all around wherever you may be. It is very important. Um, other than that, friggin' stay safe, friggin' stay inside. Don't be fuckwits like the bloody all the pricks out there in the protesting world over uh, the weekend. Don't talk, no politics. So you pricks get stuffed. No politics, uh, you'll get us no, dragged. I don't give a fuck. Um, I know you don't, yeah. but the channel will get dragged down. So yeah, Twitch will drag um, it down, so. Um, what have we got? Jasmine COVID hotspot. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe take your time. Don't go there just yet. Soft and sloppy pie. Okay. No news on FFA Cup yet. Any more? Nah, I don't know. No, 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 I don't, yeah, God knows what's going to happen. New Zealand will probably pull out if they start to go ahead with it before the A-League season because before that, it'd be interesting to see how they're going to get their friendlies in. That'd be, they'll be playing all the New Zealand legal sides, considering New Zealand will not travel at all. Yeah, friggin' the rugby union, rugby union side were meant to travel to Perth to friggin' play Australia in the Bledisloe oh, yeah. Cup, and they, they pulled the pin on that. So they're like, yeah, not, not happening because if we go all the way over there and then get fucking stuck, not happening. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with New Zealand and lead up into the A-League for them. Where they, where they will be come the start of the A-League, whether it's Bondi Junction, friggin' Cogra, Canberra. Canberra, why don't they go into Canberra? Friggin' see how good, see how good they perform, see if they get crowds and shit and go, oh, maybe we should put a friggin', maybe the next team should come from that all right. <laughs> Where it probably should have happened years ago. Um, but yeah, be sure to go like us on Facebook. Be sure to go and freaking subscribe to the YouTube side, Twitch side. Um, if you've missed half of it, all of it, 90% of it, whatever, or you want to re-watch it again, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor, and obviously Google. No, Apple. Apple, Apple, Apple. Apple, Google, don't like us. Apple, uh, Google, fuck. Apple. Um, and other than that, yeah, enjoy your football. Get your tips in, obviously, for round three. Um, plenty of football through the week. Obviously, Champions League, Europa League, friggin' hotspots. 
Um, trying to get all the teams trying to get in there. Come on, Benfica on fire. 2 0 victory on last week, so days. Um, yeah. Friggin', other than that, as I said, enjoy your football, wherever, whatever it may be. Friggin', and other than that, we will see you guys next week with another show. Hopefully, a special guest. They are coming harder, they are becoming harder and harder to source these days. Um, they are. The A League not really doing the A League clubs not really doing much and shit like that and probably working from home or probably not even working at that point. They're probably doing much at all. So other than that, enjoy. Thanks everyone for jumping on. We will catch you guys next week. And as always, we hate Coast Scum. That we do. Another year. Every year, every day, three hundred and sixty five days a year. Fucking fuck you, Coast Scum. Take it easy guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Gia. Bye.